There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. We are on episode 21. This is our official Christmas episode. And actually the final one of our Christmas season. We've been reviewing movies for the whole Christmas season, so we're going to end it off on a high note here. Uh, my name's Isaiah. I'm joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing? Pretty good, man. Yeah, man. Doing all right. Darcy the Mail Girl, if you're listening to this, please consider us for the last drive-in award that you're doing. <laughs> yes. For those that don't know, they <laughs> are doing a, 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 a kind of an award thing. For... <laughs> I'm doing fine, too. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what Ted's referencing is they're doing some kind of an award uh, for horror blogs, podcasts, that kind of thing. <clears throat> And I did submit us for possibly being considered for that. So who knows? If nothing else, I'd like to just get more ears on our podcast, get people listening, and hopefully joining our small little community here. But yeah. We need actual ears, people. We're talking if you can go to the butcher shop and get like pig's ears or something like that and mail them to us. I'll get Isaiah's address right now. (laughs) Jesus. Human ears are better, but here's Isaiah's address. It is 7485. No, I'm just kidding. Real funny, Ted. Real funny. Well, thank you. That's what I was going for. <laughs> but we got a decent show for you. It's probably going to be a quicker show, but that's all right. Uh, we want to make sure that you're spending as much time with your family as humanly possible for the holiday season. Uh, but tonight we're going to actually finish off our little review series for Christmas movies with the movie Gremlins, which is uh, a favorite I know of a lot of people. But before we get into that, you know, we've been talking each week about the different holiday movies or TV shows that we've been watching. What do you guys have been watching this week? Everything, man. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I finally watched... watched Christmas Evil this week. Yeah, I watched <laughs> that too uh, last week. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I go against the mold. I don't watch a lot of Christmas movies during Christmas time. I watched the Angel. Tr- I watched the Angel. Tri- uh, I can't even talk now. I watched the Angel trilogy and Tammy and the T Rex. Nice. That's I watched. I watched, I watched Santa Slays with Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I, t- I take that back. I have watched the Home Alone one and two also. So I do take. Okay. That back. I have watched those. Yeah, I've watched part one, but not two yet. I've saved a lot of the movies, but I've only watched a few movies. I did watch Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Gremlins. Yep. Doing a lot of sitcom stuff with the family. Step by Step and the 70s show. And family Matters. Yeah. And anything else you can think of from back then. It's old sitcoms, not the new stuff. Right, stuff. right. Definitely. Actually, I don't know. It's something I do every year, man. It's fun. Helps get me into Christmas. Yeah. Movie, so. Yeah, this last week for me has been a little bit busier, so I haven't watched a whole lot. I did watch in All Through the House the episode from Tales from the Crypt because that's a must watch every year. And then. Oh, that's a great episode. Larry Drake scared me shitless when I was a kid. (laughs) He's so creepy (laughs) as this killer Santa, man. You couldn't ask for a better killer Santa in in anything. He he was 
perfect embodiment of that. And uh, and actually, his portrayal of that in that episode of Tales from the Crypt was the first thing that ever introduced me to Larry Drake, too. So even before Darkman, Dr. Giggles, or any of that, that was the first thing I ever saw him in. And so that really kind of left an impression. Because that dude was fucking psychotic looking. He just nasty looking, just really scary, especially to somebody that's younger, you know. And so it was, it was a perfect introduction mm-hmm. for me to him. So uh, I, I love Larry Drake's work, especially, you know, looking at like Darkman and, and all that. I mean, he, he had a good body of work that he put out there. And yeah, that 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 always scared me shitless when I was a, when I was a kid. So so I, I got that in. I did end up watching the greatest Christmas movie of all time, in my opinion, Die Hard. So I had to fit that in this week. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. But yeah, other than that, I haven't really watched a whole lot of anything just with being busy getting ready for the holidays and stuff. So Yeah, man, I've been busy. That's another movie I gotta watch. Thanks, Isaiah. You just made my Christmas a lot more work after watch that whole I'm glad to be of service. We can watch that after we watch um Puppet Master. Puppet Master versus versus Demonic Tokens. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Be a good one. Just make sure you watch Family Vacation. Yeah, I actually did watch that two weeks ago. I forgot <clears throat> to mention that last week. Oh yeah, you mean I've Christmas seen that vacation? movie so many damn times. Yeah, <laughs> jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I want that because I've seen those sweaters, like the Christmas sweaters with that saying on it. That's the one I want to get. Like, like if I have a fucking Christmas sweater, <laughs> I want that one. Or shitters full, and. There is a sweater out there with that one. Yeah. I just can't remember what website. I've it seen on. it on Amazon and stuff. It's on Amazon. Oh, okay. But yeah. Those would be the two that I would want if I were to get a Christmas themed ugly sweater, so but maybe next year, maybe as I start losing a little bit more weight cuz uh, every every size that I've seen has been baby gorilla, which is what I require right now, so but as I keep shedding that weight, be nice to be able to fit into something I actually want for once. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, let's go ahead and get right into that interview. Or not interview, but uh, review, rather. (laughs) Sorry. You're a stripe from Gremlins. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, seeing as my mind's totally just fried. It's how fucking just out of it and busy I've been. But like I said in the beginning, we're going to be taking a look at probably one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. We're going to take a look at 1984's Gremlins. What is it? It's your new dip. Number one, you got to keep him out of bright light. Number two, keep him away from water. This is incredible. And probably the most important thing, don't ever feed him after midnight. these things gremlins how come a cute little guy like this can turn into a thousand ugly monsters (laughs) that was mrs deagle I'll bet every kid in America would like to have one. 
They might even replace the dog as the family pet. Alright, so Gremlins was released on June 8th, 1984. Had a budget of $11 million. It actually grossed $153 million worldwide. Basically, the gist of the story is a boy inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of malevolently mischievous monsters on a small town. This movie stars Zach Galahan, Corey Feldman, Dick Miller, Hoyt Axton, and was directed by Joe Dante. So, a couple little tidbits of trivia regarding the movie. Originally, Stripe and Gizmo were the same character. This changed when executive producers Steven Spielberg insisted one of the Gremlins be a good guy with whom the audience could identify. On top of that, the scene in the department store where Stripe attacks Billy with a chainsaw was not in the script originally. It was actually added by Joe Dante and Zach Gallagher or Galligan as a homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This movie was also released on the same day as Ghostbusters. And actually, Joe Dante prefers Gremlins to the new batch to this movie. And that's kind of just a little bit of trivia. Yeah, that I knew. He was allowed, I think, a little more freedom to just go nuts yeah. in the sequel. So that's why he, I think, prefers it. Also, man, yep. I've, Joe Dante had like a much darker version he wanted to present, which is why I think they wanted to throw the chainsaw thing in because some of the stuff was taken out because originally the scene with the mother when she discovers the gremlins mm-hmm. they were supposed to kill her and they in that one of the original drafts of the script they had the head rolling down the steps her head rolling down the steps that yeah. i didn't know and i believe also yeah i actually heard that from zach galligan himself at the drive-in when i got to go see okay. it a couple years ago he did a little in between part one and two, he did a little Q and A, and that was one of the things he talked about. The whole There's movie was supposed a, to be more violent. Yeah, yeah, the dog was supposed to get eaten. There was supposed to be like yeah. an attack at McDonald's for the people, not the burgers get messed up. Oh wow! Supposed to have a much more <laughs> messed up theme and much more darker yeah. tone than it did. I think it was Spielberg that kind of infiltrated and it was more mean spirited. Yeah, he wanted it to be a little bit more so that the families could come and see it. Which is funny because it's actually this movie, and I think one Temple of the Indiana of Jones, yeah, is what yeah, put, Temple ended of up creating PG thirteen. Because yep. people are like, "This is PG. We can't have our kids." Yeah, yeah. Which is why I got to see it on the big screen back then. Yeah, Spielberg went to the MPAA and was like, "Listen, we need to have an in between rating for PG and R." So, but then when they resubmitted both those movies, they still both just got PG rating. So you know. <laughs> even empire strikes back was resubmitted because it was thought to be too dark and they're like well that's pg still <laughs> so it's just weird the rating it system really is, is the really rating cool. system is really really weird it's amazing what it's some movies will get away with yeah. yeah that's honestly what it all well comes it's down it's to. okay it's okay to have Jodie Foster get raped on a pinball machine. That gets an R. But if Jason takes an axe and smashes it in someone's head, that's an X rating. Like, wait, what? <laughs> right. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But like, like Sean was saying, it's more of a political thing, which is honestly what it all yeah. boils down yeah, to. Yeah, definitely so. is. Money, money. It's all yep. you can pay the most money to get what they want. <laughs> right. You can get any rating you want if you just pay off the right people. The MPA. Yeah. If you don't have the money, then they'll 
bury your movie on some crazy rating. I say release it unrated and bring cashiers. Hatchet Hatchet <laughs> 2 tried to do that, but remember it got pulled after like a day for some yes. weird political reason. Like the MPAA people, uh, Adam Green still believes they uh, the MPAA stepped in and forced AMC to remove it somehow. I don't know how they would, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he that was his that was his way because you know he's like we're just going to release this unrated, forget the rating system, and after like a day or two, or it was open for like a weekend, I believe, and then it was gone from all showings in the AMC theaters after which in the short term affected but in the long term probably created more hype for the movie yep so. yeah agreed anyways back to gremlins here but back to gremlins so we start off we Previously got a struggling inventor who's uh <laughs> trying to find a christmas gift for his son ends up in this antique shop and uh yeah that's kind of where everything kind of starts <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have you have the grandpa. He's like, no, 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 you can't buy this because the guy sees um, our Mogwai. He sees Gizmo, mm-hmm. a little and Furby. he's like, ooh, I, yep, a little Furby. He's like, ooh, I want to buy that for my son. And he's like, no, 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 this is very special, not for sale. And then the 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 shopkeeper's grandson's like, nah, nah, I'm gonna sell this behind your yeah, back, pops. I yep. got I got to get paid, <laughs> pops. Struggling. <laughs> so he takes it, meets him out in the alley, and he's just like, "Here you go. Oh, here are the rules. You know, don't feed after midnight, don't get him wet, and stay away from bright lights." And, and we all know how that turns out. <laughs> yeah. So when the adventure begins. The adventure begins. <laughs> Ranch Stu's so you, Billy going to. You can go ahead, Tim. You're on a roll. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say the grandson is is all to blame for what happens in this. Pretty movie. much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Who you're introduced to next on his way to work when he runs into the great Dick Miller <laughs> ratting on about the foreigners and their gremlins and their technology. <laughs> oh. Again, can I just say how much I appreciate Dick Miller yes. no matter what movie he's in. <laughs> Anything Dick Miller yes. is. Absolutely. He's a national icon. I don't he, care anything, especially so. in this one. He was freaking hilarious. Yeah, man. This is yeah, like one was. of the first things that introduced me to him, man. Like this is yep, this movie too. when it came out and was finally released on VHS. I probably watched several times a week, man. It wasn't even a Christmas movie to me. It was just a fucking awesome movie. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It kind of didn't even dawn on me that it was Christmas related till later. Right. I just thought it was Gremlins, but. <laughs> but then you get Judge Reinhold once Billy gets to work at the bank, playing the classic asshole as he always does. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, every time I watch this movie, I always forget that Judge Reinhold has the small role as his, I know. his body. <laughs> and I'm just See? like, man, I keep forgetting he's in this movie when I watch it. Because right. he kind of just shows up again and then disappears again, you know? Yeah. It's just like... Yeah. He's there a few times just to poke at Billy and make him feel like a loser. Pretty much. Yeah, because <laughs> he's better. I'm better I than watched you. A, I actually watched a cutscene today where it's at the end and um, they go to the bank and they see the the guy who runs the bank is laying there dead. And um, they hear Judge Reinhold call him from the uh, from the vault. Or the, yeah, so they open the yeah. vault door, and there he is behind the doors, and he's like, kind of talking crazy. They were gonna get me, but I was too smart. They can't get me. <laughs> and then they're like, "Where's the keys? We can let you out." And they're like, "You just want a job. You want to be vice president, and she wants to be head teller." 
I'm not telling you where the keys are, so that they just shut the door on him while he's talking. They're like, he's probably better off here. So, <laughs> they should have let that scene. Yeah, out. that would have been great. <laughs> Gave his character some closure at least. Yeah, literally. Having the whole town just goes into chaos. You're just, you're like, what happened to this guy? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you even see Miss Beagle, who he meet next, and find out is. Basically gripping the whole down, the whole town yeah. down. She's freaking Everybody's evil. laid on their mortgages. She just wants to buy everybody's, foreclose them all, and sell the land for our own. Fucking wealth. bitch. Which yeah. she probably inherited and wasn't yep. responsible for anyway. Uh, huh? yep. <laughs> she but got she, her come she, up. Yeah, she literally gets hers. Literally up, up, and away. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorite death scenes is her. Yes, I love it, She got what she deserved. I love it. 100%. I always always root for the gremlins in that part. (laughs) It's kind of hard not to like the gremlins, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, as mean as they are throughout the whole movie... They're like, hilarious. Can't help but laugh and have fun yeah. with these guys. Yeah. They're watching Snow White at the end of the movie. How <laughs> awesome that, is that? that is awesome. When that happened, <laughs> I was like, awesome. all this crazy shit they're doing in Snow White. I was like, what's next, guys? Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic two show. <laughs> yes. They got talking mice, so I'm sure they Billy love it. receives Mugwai named Gizmo. I think his dad named Gizmo, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and he gives him the rules, and yep. of course he's a teenager, and he's got a young friend played by Corey Feldman. So before you know it, accidents happen, and water hits yep. the mugwai, and there's a whole bunch of these guys. Yep, <clears throat> but they seem a little bit goofier and meaner, not more, quite as calm yeah, and collected as Gizmo. Don't I've always that. had a theory is maybe like Gizmo is the hole, and because they're not a hole, they're just they can't be what he is. Right. Yeah, it's just my own thoughts. Pretty much. That, that would make the most that's sense. That's what I took from it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how I always figured it. That's like, don't forget that his, you know, Billy's dad is an inventor, so the name Gizmo yeah. makes sense. Yeah, we never did bring that up. <laughs> his great inventions All his everywhere. Failed inventions. <laughs> yeah, honestly, man, I was thinking, I was like, he's got a lot of great ideas. He just needs someone to come in and polish yeah. that shit up, and he'd probably yeah. be rich, dude. Like <laughs> everything was just always shooting orange juice everywhere or making syrup coffee or whatever else is going <laughs> right. on. He needs to call he needs to call Daniel Clamp for from Gremlins too. God, they should connect that in part three. Should yeah, should we tell the audience the what we talked about our Gremlins three Yeah idea. man. I actually brought it up to Zach Gallagher. That's right, you did. Okay, so so we have this we we have this vision for Gremlins three where since Daniel Clamp was basically the stand-in for Donald Trump in Part 2, Part 3 begins where Clamp is president of the United States. And Billy is on the cabinet or an advisor or something. And yeah, then, like, a Gremlins outbreak. Yeah, something like that. He's, he's, he's some capacity working at the White House with Clamp. And then a Gremlins outbreak happens either in Washington or nationwide. Yeah, and they got to deal with like the I was like, that's how you end a trilogy right yes. there. Make it <laughs> just make it big. United but States of course this is the gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> you could do Daniel so much, Clinton man. Saves the day. <laughs> yep. Yep. You could do so much with that. I'm just 
come on Hollywood, come on Coach, put us in yeah. the game. We're ready. <laughs> right. We can there do you this. Go. I will. Yeah, definitely. Man. Sean and I will write it. Mark and and Isaiah can uh, do like directing, lighting, all that stuff, cinematography. We just need to get everything together. We'll write it and <laughs> give them the rest of the words. <laughs> That's <what> <laughs> well, Sean, writers are important. Okay, we got right. we got to be careful with our hands. We have to type. Okay. These things are precious. I'm just saying, you know, I don't even I like just just if they're gonna make another Gremlins like they keep talking about, don't make it a soft reboot. Yeah. Just do a three. Just make yeah. a three. There, there's an idea right there. Clamps president, and you go from there. I do know they had Chris Columbus working on a script like a year or two ago. I don't know whatever came of that. That's who wrote the um, yeah original the version. original. So yeah, I'm sure probably didn't go be anywhere. Interesting if but... something is done. I know Warner yeah. Brothers or whatever they recently got the um, rights to it and the logo and all that, and they're producing a animated series, I think, for the HBO Max channel. Something, yeah, it's, it's one of the streaming yeah, services, I the, believe. I don't want a show; I want a movie. Darn it! Yeah, me too. <laughs> but this sounds promising, and like, finally, a little note on it. But yeah, Gremlin: Secret of the Mugwai is supposed to be the Gizmo and the Old Man. And their adventures, like before all this. Oh, that sounds like yeah, a Saturday morning yeah. TV show from yeah. the eighties. So, okay, okay, I can be down with that. It sounded pretty good. Yeah, and I know we yeah. talked about that when it was first announced on the podcast, but yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't remember what I since, what though. I did twelve I hours ago. So I'm definitely not going to remember what we <laughs> talked HBO about. Now, Max. So. <laughs> Ted, I expect you to remember Sorry. everything that we talk about on these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be severely disappointed. <laughs> I already am. <laughs> there you go. You see, you see, if you if you just take the same uh, attitude as my parents, this Festivus where we air our grievances with our friends and family. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Too good. All right, so we kind of touched on when the the glass of water spills on yeah, Gizmo the, and spawns into yeah. five additional ones. And at some point after that, you know, there's more character development, but the other Mugwise trick Billy into feeding them after midnight. Mm-hmm. They um chew the end of his clock. He doesn't discover this till later, but he checks the time. He thinks it's 11 o'clock, gets a bunch of fried chicken. They chow down, and the next morning he wakes up to these nasty, bubbled, cocoon-looking things all over his his attic room calls his mom they're freaking out so he decides <clears throat> to call the teacher who we left out oh yeah mr hansen yeah that, um he introduced to the whole mugwai thing and his mugwai well it had eaten after midnight and he's trying to explain to them that it, it's now going into the i believe the pupil stage just like a caterpillar does when it transforms to um, a butterfly so this mm-hmm. moment we know something's happening and these things are changing. Yep. And then that's when my particular favorite scene in the movie is when the mom is baking goods, Christmas cookies in the kitchen and on the record player, you hear, do you hear what I hear? All (laughs) All these things start to hatch and out come these nasty, green, crazy ass gremlins. Which appear to be led, like, you don't notice, like, you kind of notice it at the Mugwai stage, man, but there's one with a uh, Mohawk. His name is... Stripe. I, they call him Stripe. I always call him yeah, Spike for Stripe. Reason, but it's Stripe. 
And even as the gremlins, when she's fighting, she has a great scene in the kitchen. She ends up stabbing one of them, throwing one of them in the blender and another one in the microwave. Yeah. Blowing the gremlin up, which is a great scene. Then she's attacked by the Christmas tree with all the gremlins in it. Billy comes home because at the same moment when she's fighting these things, he's going to check the teacher out because he says he calls the teacher calls Billy and says, hey, this thing's hatched. So he heads to the school. Finds the teacher dead, fights this nasty grim thing. It's like, oh shit, my mom. He shows up right at the right time. They throw a gr- I think he <laughs> cuts the gremlin's head off with the sword that's constantly falling off the wall throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yep. You get to see the gremlin's head burning in the fireplace, and he notices Stripe busting out through the window and end up at the YMCA. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which doesn't where, make things any better. No. <laughs> no. Where I think it's got to be the craziest scene in a Gremlins movie. Striping in fight and Stripe decides, fuck this, I'm jumping in the pool. Just to make, make things more... interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting back up. <laughs> right. And then just everything in the town just goes into pure chaos after yes. that. <laughs> Billy goes to the police who are half drunk for Christmas. Don't believe a word he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then the gremlins unleash on the town and like Ted said at that point all hell breaks loose Meagle Deagle, yeah. Meagle Deagle. <laughs> Mrs. Deagle gets her <laughs> just ends and yep. it's just a fucking fun time honestly man you can't help but drive a tractor through Dick Miller's house yeah, yep. the tractor. Poor Dick t- Miller just can't Would ever you, catch a break in whatever yeah. movie. Is o- originally, that was supposed that was yeah that was supposed to be it. He was supposed to die, but then they're like, "No, we got to bring him back for the sequel." So they brought him <laughs> and his wife back for the sequel, yep. so they didn't die. So I'm glad he didn't uh, die. But that is the last you see of him and his wife in the yeah. first movie. After the police the- <laughs> actually do mention their names. It says, "I just got a call from them." The what was their names? Um, do you remember. Anyways, yeah. he mentions their last name and says, I just got to call them. They're saying something about monsters driving tractors. What the hell is going on? <laughs> this is what ends up making them go out and try to explore the town in the first place. Yeah. And I think they're just too drunk and don't care enough about the town right. at that moment to help. <laughs> well, that was added in later, too, because so, they didn't want them to be dead. So they were like, we got to, you know say that they're still alive somehow yeah. without filming like <laughs> actually getting them back to film okay. new scenes yeah gotcha that makes sense because again originally they're supposed to be yeah dead when i was period. a kid i, I like, honestly kind of thought that was it for them till you see them in the yeah sequel. right and you're like oh, oh cool <laughs> i will i will venture off i love in the sequel like he was in therapy dick miller was because of the gremlins and he thought he was crazy or whatever <laughs> or he was just so like stressed out from the whole thing yeah even when they right. see the one flying he's like i told you i knew it was <laughs> i knew it wasn't crazy i'm not crazy i'm not crazy <laughs> he throws it in the that was the bad gremlin they throw it in the yeah scene, yeah and it goes up yep. and creates his own little crest <laughs> I do love it when that bat gremlin busts out. It makes the Batman signal. (laughs) It's so crazy. I love that one. They just completely went all flat out comedy. Screwball comedy. That's what it was. But it was great. We all love it. Yeah. Hulk Hogan has a scene in it. Of course. Hulk Hogan. You put the movie back on right now. It's great, man. Like, the best. I mean, that scene's only good one time, and is when I was in the movies when that came out. And, like, when it first happens, it 
looks like the film breaks. So we actually in the yeah. movies thought the film had freaking broke until the gremlin shadow <laughs> came across and we knew. But for that split second it was like, holy fuck, it's a gremlin shadow. Like And then they replaced that cool. they replaced that scene for the VHS where it makes yes. it look like the VHS goes out and they start doing the same then mm-hmm. John was it John yeah. Wayne starts talking to him. Yeah, I was gonna say they have like a little John Wayne thing and everything. Hey and Gremlins, get the heck off my not ranch. As good as Hulk Hogan scene. Yeah, still, it's not you know, it's still funny seeing John Wayne shoot them though on the ranch. <laughs> Little bunny rabbit. Ah, they're doing this. <laughs> this is goofy crap. <laughs> but all right, back to Grimmins. <laughs> sometime after all this craziness and trying to kill people and chewing the cops break line, the Gremlins end up at the movie theater. <laughs> and once they get the film rolling it's the classic Snow White and the Seven Doors and immediately as soon as the film reel rolls their whole attention is drifted up. to the yeah. screen and then they're all they just love like the movie. this just is like the kids. best fucking thing ever <laughs> yes man yep. then, and then the you dwarves f- come f- out f- and start singing hi ho and they all <laughs> sing along with it you even hear Gizmo humming the shit in Billy's backpack <laughs> <laughs> they love Snow White <laughs> yeah you forgot one part when uh, yeah. Phoebe Cates working in the bar, she gets flashed by a gremlin. That's my favorite gremlin of the movie. Yeah, is the flash that's right. <laughs> you, you, you have a gremlin with no genitals still flashing a young woman. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's right. I forgot that, that whole bar. He has like a great, cigarette man. in his <laughs> Yes. Got She's just serving them. Cards and shooting the gun. <laughs> yes. And uh, flash dance. Gremlin. <laughs> yes. It's, and they're not they're not bothering her like they're not trying to kill her because they want her to serve them. They're like, yeah. where's her drink? Where's her food? Right. Where's her you know, it's great. Okay. And then Just we get the classic party, man. <laughs> and then we get the classic depressing uh Santa Claus speech from her about her dad died in the chimney trying to climb down yes. the chimney of Santa Claus. So yes. fucking depressing. Jeez. <laughs> Like I would hate Christmas forever too. I guess after that, <laughs> I actually read that course, Joe Dante. They wanted to take that scene out because they thought it was too much, and they didn't want kids to hear that. And Joe Dante fought. He was like, "That it's the whole premise of the movie is this whole dark, depressing, ridiculous atmosphere." And yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually won that fight. Nice. And then the second movie, she has that story about a guy dressed as Abraham Lincoln in the yeah, park. Yeah, they do comic like, relief with it. They completely flipped it. It was great. Yeah, and then and then they don't even let her finish. They're just like, okay, come on. It's like this poor woman. She's been through so much trauma in her life. She's gone through two don't gremlin even attacks. Bring up George or... Washington and the Easter Bunny. Well, you have. Yeah, she has two gremlin attacks under her belt. Her father died dressed as Santa, getting stuck in a chimney. And then now, we're we're led to be believed that some horrible man like exposed himself to her or something in the park, or dressed as Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> well, he never told a lie. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> But that was great stuff. I mean, I mean the little like in Gremlins too, the little throwback joke stuff like that. Are great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we need to do a Gremlins two review at some point. Yeah, I think we will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That's a great movie. That actually, Zach Galligan was says he hates his acting and feels so stupid when he watches that movie. Which we all disagree with. <laughs> right? Crazy. I love it. It's supposed to be that way. We love that shit. Yeah. It's like. 
Gremlins 2 is Gotta my favorite. Give yourself one. more credit out there. Yeah. <laughs> Being so hard on yourself. But he said that one was full on. He said that one was full on Joe Dante, man. Like, yeah. He just went balls out nuts. <laughs> I love the damn the Rambo montage with freaking Gizmo. Yes. I love yes. it. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> Gizmo was ready to fight, which he eventually seen. Yeah, they he's like, him. I'm, they pushed I'm him tired too far. of this shit, man. I'm fucking tired of it. That's what Billy said. I guess they pushed him too far. I guess they did. He was not going to do it anymore. He was going to kill him. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, let's not let's not gloss over Harry Mandel as the voice of Gizmo yeah. in both movies. No, yeah. definitely. Okay, Harry Mandel's great. I know watching it, man, I really... Notice like the similarities between Gizmo and Bobby from Bobby's, Bobby's World. World. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That same I pitch. Really hear it this time. It had that pitch. Yeah. I used to watch that cartoon cool, all the time. That was a was staple a in our house. It was a great on. show, don't you know? Yeah. Me too. Hey, and I'm an Uncle Ted. Also, I get to be the real Uncle Ted. There you go. <laughs> Noogie time. I'm gonna do yeah, Noogie. That fits on in. Now. You are Uncle Ted. I'm gonna start I am Uncle Ted. Uncle Ted. Christmas Day, I'm going to see my nephew. I'm just going to give him a big noogie. Noogie time. <laughs> there you go. Does that, make, does that make him sexy Uncle Ted? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow, I was not expecting that. That took a left turn really quick. Wow. And back to Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Gremlins in the Thank theater. You. <laughs> <laughs> They have to get rid of the gremlins in the theater. So what yes. do they do, Billy, Sean? What do they do? Well, Billy and her decide, let's gas these fools. And they head to the basement, yes. pop the gas line, stuff the door with absolutely nothing, and roll a little bit of fabric under the door. One of the, who cares? The movie's awesome. Yeah. Yep. But as they're trying to escape... The film reel breaks. The gremlins see their shadows, and they go freaking nuts. <laughs> Try to chase them the, down. Go ahead. I love I love the look when the gremlins. You can see them from uh, Billy and everybody else's perspective. It's like animated. It's like cartoon shadows running up toward the <laughs> yeah. screen. They're like they turned off our movie ghetto. That's basically what it was. <laughs> yeah, I think that's they're not mad that they're, they're there. Really they're mad. yeah, like, they're my back freaking the movie doors. Stuff. <laughs> but I always love that because it's just Billy like them oh, crap, get out at the hurry. last minute. Yep. Mm. Block the door. Mm. Boom. Explosion. All gremlins <laughs> presumed dead. But then they look across the street, and while the movie is going on, Stripe has managed his way across to the mall and to the candy shop. And he's got his whole batch of yum yums, and he's ready to grub down and sees them ready to come get him. So on goes the chase inside. I guess it's a mall or department store. Uh, it was a Montgomery Ward, if I remember right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Montgomery Wards. That was a good final. I mean, that was a good final uh, battle with. Uh, yeah. The the main gremlin stripe, the the gremlin yeah, stripe. Him and Billy <laughs> really go at it, man. Between yeah. the yeah the bat and the chainsaw, it's, and then he's shooting the baseballs in his bat, and you got yeah. Gizmo, who's finally said. I'm gonna. I gotta join in this freaking action, and he's driving. I gotta. I gotta help car. Billy. Yep. He's driving on a Barbie car. Next thing you know, father is back in town, and stop, for whatever reason is looking around at the madness that's going on on Main Street. <laughs> the dog jumps out the window because he just knows Billy and everybody's inside. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
And then at some point, that leads to Gizmo and Stripe. And I would guess it was like some kind of sunroom, something to that effect. And Kind of like a, a gardening room. Like, yeah, like, like a, a garden. greenhouse or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. And there's a fountain in there, and Stripe's found his way to make even more make more. He's not going down without a fight. He sees Gizmo, shoots Gizmo in his car. Gizmo goes flying, sees the um the cord for the blinds. At the same time, Billy and them are coming in. I can't remember exactly how it broke down. I just watched this damn thing. Gizmo <laughs> gets the rope from the blinds. Sunlight hits freaking stripe and he begins to melt down in a pretty disgusting soupy gruesome mess. death yeah it was gruesome yeah. like you actually it don't even see melts. you just see him melt and go into the water and then billy's walking over to make sure he's dead and then you get your little jump scare of the skeleton jumping out of the water before it melts yeah. into the soupy mess on the floor <laughs> and then you hear news reports in the background as they kind of transfer to the family back at home sitting there enjoying what's left of their Christmas, I guess. <laughs> and then the old man returns and has heard about all the chaos and he's there to get his gremlin back because they are not ready, just like most humans probably wouldn't be to take on such a huge responsibility. Yep. And then right before they leave, it's Gizmo says something to the old man and you have the little heart-touching scene of Bye bye, Billy. Yeah. And then the old man says, Maybe one day you will be ready. <laughs> and the credits roll. And then you have um Dad Peltzer saying his little thing about if you hear a noise in the middle of the night or the TV goes out or the VCR doesn't work, just remember it might be a gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> Poor grandpa, he wasn't right about Billy though. Billy was never ready. <laughs> nope. Nearly New York was taken. New York City was this close to being overrun. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> New York City. <laughs> but Gremlins great movie. is one of the one greatest. Of movies. Yeah, it's man. a great movie. Yeah. One of the yeah, greatest, yeah. period. Based off that little rundown of the movie and whatnot, uh, if you were to rate this one out of five, what what would you guys rate this? Six. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's it's see. a five rate... for me, man. It's perfect. It's... It's I, I there's nothing I would change about this movie, at all. Yeah, it's, for me it's a perfect Christmas movie, and even if as a regular movie, a non Christmas movie is perfect. Yeah, it doesn't uh, have would, to be a Christmas movie. It's just yeah, it, it. I never viewed it as a Christmas movie, even though it takes place on Christmas, because it's just its own thing. It's its own yeah. monster, and I love it. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna have to give the movie a zero to be a contrarian. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I give you this cannot movie... give Phoebe Gates a zero. <laughs> no, I cannot. I, I really cannot. No, I love Gremlins, and I'm gonna give it a seven out of five. Now, I suck at I math, but I think that sounds all right. <laughs> Well, it's it's the Price is Right uh, strategy there, Sean. You have to always just do one up or one below. Then I decide to go above. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are all five out of five. For for me, this one, I I do love the movie. It's not my favorite though. So with that, this one I'd probably rate it a four out of five. 
but that's just because it's it's never been my favorite but i still do like i i love the movie but ladies and gentlemen we will have a new host starting next week on the (laughs) (laughs) CLS. i almost did the boo this morning (laughs) 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 nah i understand that also there's one thing we didn't mention though is the awesome gremlins theme oh yeah great soundtrack period i believe it the the score won awards like I wouldn't doubt stuff. it. But yeah, but yeah, the movie's great overall. I love it. Oh, definitely. I love part two more. I love part two more because yes. that's... I love yeah. crazy weird movies like that and B movies. flat out fun. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, just a, it's just a fun movie. Go. Yeah. Now we needed to go a little Even bit crazier. Yeah. yeah. Crazy and dark. Like, I want to mix all of it. I agree 100%. But, yeah, so... Who cares if the kids can see it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, that's why Steven Spielberg helped create PG-13. So. Right. <laughs> you see, I see parents taking their kids to all sorts of crazy stuff they shouldn't be taking them to see nowadays. Yeah, so my Grimmel's favorite wouldn't be bad. story on that was South Park, man. When Bigger, Longer, and Uncut came out, me and my <laughs> wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, went to go see that. Yep. And the theater had to be 50% children. No jokes. That's... And then after the opening wow. scene with the two Canadian guys and Uncle Fucker... There was only yeah. about five, ten kids left. Everybody got yeah. up and started leaving. Like they literally had no clue what they were walking into, which was amazing to me because it was rated R. It was South Park. It was called because, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. <laughs> because they just saw it as a cartoon and didn't yeah. do any other research. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a cartoon. I'll take but my then kids. I, to I see applauded this. South Park for starting off with the Uncle Fucker thing and all. I was like, yeah. I, I, it was yeah. almost like it was done that way to make sure just so you know this is what you're here they had the they had theaters <laughs> theaters for that movie had to put out a disclaimer for anybody buying a ticket you do realize this movie has language and this yeah, and that i couldn't believe yeah. that kids over there I was yeah like, wow, that's really wild because that that oh stuff that opening <laughs> weekend i'm sure they, they had to issue a lot like, of they refunds <laughs> yeah they had to, they probably had to issue a lot of refunds for yeah, people being stupid and Go not paying attention movie. Sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what when I went, when uh, Kill Bill Volume One was released, I went and saw that with my uh, father. I had just graduated high school, and so we we were seeing a lot of movies just because that's how we hang out. Yep. And we were sitting that's there in a dark, and it, before the preview started, there was like three year olds in the audience, and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me! I'm 18 years old, and I'm like, you got freaking three year olds coming to a Quentin Tarantino movie? Like, really? Hey, I hate <laughs> people bring a three year old to the movies in the first. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but I have into a, a movie like that. <laughs> right. oh, I, I was like, I want people to enjoy the money they spent. Yeah, and then you have people that you have people who let their young children watch like Game of Thrones and all this other stuff, and you're just like, wow, this you're bad parents. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says, you're bad parents. <laughs> I wouldn't let my 15-year-old niece watch Game of Thrones. I don't even watch Game of Thrones. I tried watching it, and I couldn't do it. So, you yeah. know, jeez. Well, that's uh, a whole other discussion. But no, we're going to start right now. I'm going to tell everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this Anyways. is the new segment. <laughs> <laughs> I think Why this was a, this stuff? <laughs> I think this was a good way to kind of end things off was reviewing Gremlins. I think overall, you know, over the last month, we've we've covered a lot of good movies, a lot of good options yeah, for watching during bit, Christmas and whatnot. And saved plenty for next year. 
Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I think, honestly, I'm more looking forward to New Year's, though, because I love New Year's Evil. And <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I think we should cover that next week. At least you got your Blu-ray. You, you got your Blu-ray. Yes, That's my out-of-print Blu-ray. I finally got it. <laughs> so... But we'd love to hear back from you guys. What do you what do you guys think of Gremlins or any of the other movies that we've talked about over the last month? What are your favorite Christmas horror movies? Because I, I know there's plenty of other ones. I mean, you've got stuff like Santa Slay, Krampus, and all these other. Yeah. Just a huge there's selection. There's a lot out there. If you're really starting to thinking about it, there's so many. Movies. Yeah, there there really is. But we would love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you guys think. If you guys have any, if, if you have any movies that you want us to cover and review, you know, we'd love to hear about that too. But otherwise, you can always reach out to us through our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of it is at CLS Podcast. But otherwise, until next time, we do appreciate you guys checking out the show. We will talk to you all later. Uh, first, I want to say again, Diana Prince, please consider us for your Joe Bob Last Drive-In Award. We love you, Diana. You're fantastic as Darcy the Mill Girl. And I'm not kissing up in any way to you to try to win this award, but please consider us. I want to say Merry Christmas to everyone, Happy New Year, and see you next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers.